You're listening to episode number 40 of the Nurture Me podcast. If I'm honest, I've always been a little bit scared of hypnotherapy until I met our next guest. And she opened my eyes to how transformational hypnotherapy can be and has convinced me that it is something that I think you mean you may need to try to modify any attachment that you may have to modify a limiting belief that may be holding you back, to modify an unhealthy habit. And that's why I'm very excited to have Jessica on the podcast today. She's a California native currently living in Spain with her husband, three kids, and a baby on the way, also with a giant dog. She's a certified health coach and life coach through the Health Coach Institute and is a licensed rapid transformational hypnotherapist. Her specialty is helping women eradicate addictive behavior with food, alcohol, sugar, and tobacco by freeing them of negative emotions that have been lingering around from the past via transformational coaching and hypnotherapy. So welcome to the podcast, Jessica. You're listening to the Nurture Me podcast, the only podcast that teaches you how to transform your physical and mental well-being so that you can feel your very best. We firmly believe that life is more than another diet. It's time to hear from the experts and support the self-love revolution. Here's your host, educator, nutrition and mindset coach, Jenna Lesnar. Can you tell listeners more about the work that you do? Yeah, definitely. So I'm a life coach and a licensed hypnotherapist and I work in the rapid transformational therapy style of hypnotherapy. So there's many different ones. People do like past life regression and there's a lot of different techniques, but I really was attracted to this school that I trained in because a client requires a shorter amount of sessions to get the desired result that they're seeking. So typically one to three, depending how multi-layered and complex somebody's issue is. But I work mostly with women who are seeking moderation from something that they might be, I don't want like to use the word addicted, but having a negative relationship with a substance. So alcohol, typically alcohol, sugar, certain food groups or specific foods. That's mostly the work I do is to get somebody out of that negative cycle where they feel like they have to have it and it's not even fun or enjoyable to a certain point anymore to reel that back in and allow somebody to have moderation. So they don't have to cut it out entirely. Like say you're really having a, I work a lot with, with alcohol and women who are drinking too much or drinking every day, or they didn't used to be, they just want to be able to enjoy a glass of wine on the weekends, but they're going far beyond that. So to give somebody the freedom to have something or the freedom to leave it. Whereas in the past, maybe they were obsessing over it or it had such a hold on them that they felt trapped by it. So that's what I do is cut those cords. That sounds like such a beautiful gift to give someone. Thanks. (laughs) I have gift certificates. If you have someone with a birthday. Yeah. I think that when we can learn to be okay without something that feels like it's controlling our lives that that is transformation right there for Mm -hmm. sure Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so what you mentioned like different types of hypnotherapy 
Can you go mm-hmm. more in detail of what transformational hypnotherapy is maybe in respect to other types of hypnotherapy? Yeah, this is the one that I've studied extensively, even though I'm really interested in past life regression and have dabbled there, but I don't practice that and I'm not certified in that. But transformational hypnotherapy is called that because you will, you, a client, a person can notice the shift pretty immediately. So after a session, my clients typically report that they feel really different mentally that day kind of evolves into just really absorbing a new way of thinking, trying on a new identity because it happens quickly. And I think that's why it it has that name. But transformational hypnotherapy takes you from a place where you feel stuck or troubled and gives pretty immediate relief into feeling free around the issue that was plaguing you. So it's noticeable within a short amount of time. It doesn't take months and months. So yeah, that's cool that it's it's Mm -hmm. so quick like that. I think for myself, when I hear the term hypnotherapy, I think of like a hypnotist on like a Uh for entertainment purposes. And Uh I've always had like a I've never I've never done that. I've always had like a fear of like going up there and feeling like someone else's in control of my thoughts. Does that come up a lot in conversations with clients? I haven't asked that. And that's a great question. And a hypnotist who's doing it for entertainment is quite different than a hypnotherapist, Mm -hmm. but they are using similar techniques to put someone in deep relaxation to then make them suggestible to ideas, prompts, but the person who is in hypnosis is in full control of themselves. Mm. So someone who's on stage and is going to bark like a dog when somebody claps their hands, for example, they've just allowed themselves to be really comfortable and really trusting with the person who is doing hypnosis on them. So it can be used for fun and like parlor games, Mm -hmm. certain techniques. Um, But (laughs) when you combine hypnosis with therapy, you're really delving into somebody's subconscious and they're trusting you to divulge information in a really relaxed state that then you help them modify. So as the therapist, I help my clients modify beliefs and attachments, associations that they've made up in the past Mm -hmm. that are staying with them in a non-helpful way. So something that say in your early twenties, if you struggled with, I don't know, abuse. And then you turn to either food or sugar or alcohol to help self-soothe. You've made a really strong attachment to that substance. And now like maybe fast forward 20 years, that same person's in their forties, but they're having a negative experience with something that used to give them comfort because they actually don't need it anymore, but they haven't been able to break that attachment or that association that they made in the past. So in hypnotherapy, we go in and we, we like, discourse with the subconscious mind, we find those places in time where these things occurred and where they began the origins of the addiction, so to speak. And we reframe whatever association was made up at that time. So if it was that sugar gives me comfort, we rewrite that story. And then moving forward out of the session, I tell my clients that that is their new belief while they're still in hypnosis. So we're rewiring, we're like reconfiguring synapses. We're creating new thoughts, beliefs, behaviors 
while somebody's in a relaxed state, when their conscious mind is not chatting at them saying, this won't work, I know you'll always be a loser or whatever that negative tape is that's been playing, we rewrite that in a state of hypnosis. That makes Interesting. sense. Yeah. yeah. So does someone need to know where that original attachment came from before they're in hypnosis or is that something you discover together? That's a great question. They often don't know. They know that they have a problem. They know that they're struggling with something because if they didn't why they would have sought out other alternatives. It wouldn't be so hard to correct a behavior that is harmful or hurting you that you just don't want anymore. You know, a lot of us have had that experience. Like mine was with drinking. Like I drank way too much for way too long even past the point of where it was, I was like, this isn't even funny anymore, but I just, I kept doing it because it was such an ingrained habit and I had lost the original meaning what had activated it in the first place. I had, I didn't even know what it was until I had hypnosis done on myself to be a moderate alcohol consumer. And I was like, Oh, I didn't even know that. I, I mean, it surprised me what came up for me. And it wasn't even that big of a deal, but it was my coping mechanism at the time. And I had just kept it. So it's like, we're like adults with child behaviors, <laughs> but they've become problematic because we're not kids anymore. And we need to start behaving like adults in some respects and, and let go of these things that are harmful to us or hurting our bodies or in the way of our happiness. Yeah. That are no longer serving us. <laughs> no longer serving us. Yeah. Yes. So I didn't include this question in the notes, but is that what led you to study transformational hypnotherapy is your own journey. If you're open to, to sharing more about that. I have always just really been interested in hypnosis. I did have a, hypno a hypnotist come to my high school and make kids bark like dogs and, you know, pretend they were Brad Pitt and things like that. And I was like, this is so cool. I love how just the way that someone's thinking is affecting their actions. And that's true, right? That's just a fact. But to see an example of that and not how it can be manipulated, but how it can be used as a tool. So I've just always been really interested in it. And then in my life coaching school, we did a lot of subconscious work and digging into reframing beliefs, but I still felt like there was more to it, that there was a deeper way to do it and a quicker way to do it. And then I found my, I, I found a hypnotherapy school and I signed on to that, but I was still drinking too much and it felt really out of alignment. And so I had one of my peers hypnotize me to be a moderate alcohol consumer and it worked amazingly. And so then I turned around and offered it to people. I shared my experience. This is what I did to myself or what I had done. Then people kind of came to me or came out of the woodwork and like, oh, me too. I, you know, I don't think I'm an alcoholic, but I definitely drink too much and would like to be able to enjoy a beer or a wine, but not go crazy. And so that's what I niche in specifically. But you can also do take that same template and apply it to people who have that relationship with sugar or food. Yeah, for yeah. sure. You probably are, you kind of already answered this question. What areas and issues can hypnotherapy really help with? So addiction or attachments to substances that aren't necessarily supportive of us. Are there other things that you would say that you've worked with that have 
or areas that you've noticed that have been helpful for people? Mm -hmm. A lot of areas where there's harmful habits. So if there's a habit that somebody wants to change, whether it's like gambling or too much shopping online, texting people repeatedly, if there's some habit that somebody wants to break with, the line of hypnotherapy that I do can help with that. But I also know hypnotherapists that work with people for radical self-love and acceptance, deep depression, anxiety, recovering from all sorts of abuse, sexual abuse. That's not my specialty, but it can definitely be done for that as well. And I know a lady who works with people who are going through breakups and they want to be able to heal that quicker. (laughs) And that's like, that's specifically what she does is helps people heal from breakups. So they don't spend longer than they need to in the grieving process or wishing that they've done things differently. It's like you forgive and you're able to move on. So she's been getting great results with that. It can be used for lots of things. Also pain management. I know people that work with people who have, who are going through cancer treatments. They use hypnotherapy. Cool. Yeah. I yeah. That breakup one a few years ago. <laughs> I'll email you. <laughs> oh, a few years ago. Yeah. 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 I know. I, I wish I'd been down in my twenties. Yeah, for sure. Hopefully I won't need that again. My partner and I were happy. (laughs) (laughs) But you mentioned the breaking habits. Can you use hypnotherapy to form new habits? So I work with a lot of clients that are trying to build healthy habits. Would that be supportive in that as well? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Because when you do break the habit, you have to replace it with something. You can't just make a void because then that's when one addiction substitutes for another. Mm. So, you know, I give up smoking, but I'm now I'm addicted to candy, that sort Mm. of thing. Yeah. When you break the negative habit, you ask the client before you put them in hypnosis, what would you rather be doing instead? So instead of drinking a bottle of wine and watching Netflix, maybe someone would rather be journaling or stretching before they go to bed or turning their phone off. So you program that into the transformational aspect of the session. And it becomes their new trigger and their new response as opposed to the kind of hamster on the wheel routine that they've been doing. So yeah, you can definitely do that. I love that. And that you ask the client what they would rather be doing and it's personal to them instead of, I always talk about, sometimes I I mentor students and they're surprised at how consultations go. And I have to remind them that it's not my agenda, it's the client's agenda. Right. So the same thing, right? Like you're, you're supporting the client and whatever they are seeking to get out of that and not be like, Oh, well, I think you should do this instead. Right. Yeah. Building an army of me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's similar to that aspect of coaching that the Mm -hmm. client, the person with the problem also has the answer. So a client, a coach will coax out of a client, the answers if they don't already know them that's like the coaching's questioning arsenal that I'm mm-hmm. sure you're familiar with it it is there is some similarity and some overlap with the intake to a hypnotherapy session because whatever a client says to me I just give that information back to them when they're in hypnosis you know, I wish I could wake up and meditate and I didn't stay up late eating the whole thing of ice cream. I flip that over and I put it only into affirmative language and I feed that information back to them when they're in a really relaxed subconscious state. Beautiful. Yeah, it's all them. I don't, I mean, that would be funny if I was yeah. programming. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Probably lose some trust in people doing that. <laughs> 
community. (laughs) So hypnotherapy can help us reframe old beliefs, no matter what really you're, you're struggling with. Even I would assume beliefs around like money or something like that too. Totally. Totally. There's a whole like sect of hypnotherapists that deal with money blocks, you know, scarcity fears and yeah. It can, yeah, it can definitely be done with money box for sure. And I would assume having some awareness of what those beliefs are that aren't serving you before going into a session. And you don't have to know. No, all of no, <laughs> um, because we often don't know. We often don't know what our blocks are, and that's why they're blocks is we can't see them. We don't know what we don't know. We don't know what we can't see. But once you can see it, you can heal it. All you, all a client needs to know is what they're struggling with and what the problem is. And then it unfolds and we dissect it. And a hypnotherapist is trained just like much like a coach is trained to spot that belief for people. And you would use language like what I'm hearing is a belief that, or the client will say it themselves. And they often say something along the lines of, so I'll, I'll do follow-up questions with what they're saying you're scared because, or you feel like you can't date because, and then they complete that sentence because I'm a loser because nobody likes me and why and why. And you keep digging down and going down until they get to something that really centers around their identity. So it's usually an I am statement. I am a loser. I am not worthy. I am undeserving. That is a very root level of what is causing the negative behavior. So those are the beliefs that that you then base the session on. Yeah, that's, that's so interesting. And I love that getting to the root instead of just like the surface, right? I Mm -hmm. think that's that's where transformation is for sure. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. How would one prepare for a hypnotherapy session with you then? I send a client readiness checklist after I do an initial complimentary consultation but the long and the short of it is you would block out two hours of private time so you don't want the amazon guy dinging your doorbell or your kids asking for snacks so you would set a sacred space for two hours and just make sure you're hydrated and your tummy feels comfortable and then you get in a really relaxed some people really set up their environment so i'll get on zoom with them and they have candles and lavender going and really want to be able to relax deeply and that's kind of it just to set the container of time where you won't be interrupted and and a willingness to let the issue go and to know what it is that you want to let go it works very well with specificity so if someone has a general malaise you would work with them first into pinpointing exactly what the issue is Because general problems fall, I think, more under coaching, but specific issues of I really need this to change now can be dealt with very well with hypnotherapy. So it's actually a really nice, um, they work in tandem really well. Yeah, it sounds like they they would. So how does a session look? Is like, do you lie down? Are you just like relaxed on Zoom and just listen to? Most people lie down. Okay. You just want gravity to hold your body and you don't want to have to think about holding your head up or falling out of a chair. <laughs> um, you can also just recline. 
and have your head supported. Where can listeners find more Jessica if they're interested in, in trying out some transformational hypnotherapy? Yeah. Awesome. Um, my website is called blessedvida.com, B-L-S-S-E-D-V-I-D-A. And I'm also blessed Vita hypnotherapy on Instagram. Those would be, those are my two main channels, means of communication. Awesome. I will put some links to those in the show notes for people to find you directly. And thank you so much for sharing this with me. Uh, it was so, it's the word educational and informative. That, uh, <laughs> I hope that people get some insight and are open to trying hypnotherapy to, to change some of those old belief patterns and anything that's they're really struggling with. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, Jenna. It, it works really well. I've used it for many things. I quit smoking. I smoked for 25 years. I quit smoking in one session, the drinking thing that was really bothering me. Um, yeah. If you are struggling with a chemical addiction and you'd like to try hypnotherapy, please reach out because I really love serving people this way. And it's super effective and painless. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's why not try it, right? Like why, why wouldn't you give it a go and at least ex experiment with it? Yeah. It cannot hurt you. <laughs> mm -hmm. It just and, shows you yourself. Yeah. And uh, you are obviously all online sessions at this time. So it doesn't matter where in the world someone is. I have clients all over the place. So yeah. yeah. Amazing. Should I reach out? <laughs> perfect well beautiful thank you so much for for joining me today jessica and i'll, I'll put those links in the show notes awesome thank okay. you so much jenna thank you so much for tuning in today i hope that you're feeling empowered with this information to nurture your own body mind and spirit did you love the episode as much as i did and if you did be sure to share this with me by leaving a review or taking a screenshot of the episode sharing it on instagram with your biggest insights and be sure to take me if you aren't already following me on social media, come join me on Instagram at Simply Nurtured for daily inspiration or check out my website, simplynurtured.ca. And I really want to make sure that you know that you're supported on your journey. If you have not already joined my incredible free library of resources that include recipes, meal plans, mindset workbooks, webinars, challenges, a Facebook group, community, and free trainings, head over to simplynurture.ca and select free library in the menu to get on this exclusive free content. And be sure to share that link with your friends and enjoy. We'll see you in the next episode.